Okay, we're learning about Hilchus Kiddush. So the first part we spoke about is the fact that the Kiddush is part of the Soda, the Kiddush is inseparable from the Soda. And because of that, if a person uh, would make Kiddush without the Soda, so there's not yet to the Kiddush, they'd have to make Kiddush again. Um, now, we spoke about one or two practical cases of that, like, uh, when it comes up, we spoke about the Minag, which there was to make Kiddush in the Shul, which was for the benefit of the guests who were eating in the shul, and therefore even for the person who was a chazan, who was making kiddush, it wouldn't have been called a makom soda, but for the guests who were being here with the kiddush, it was a makom soda, and therefore he can make the kiddush three mitzvot them, which is the first rule we have, and that is that kiddush being as it's a mitzvah, a person can say kiddush to be mighty somebody else. A person can say kiddush to be mighty somebody else, even if. He himself isn't being Yetzir, either because he doesn't yet want to be Yetzir, or because he's been Yetzir already. So, but for example... Do it, when do? Do it when... No, the person making Kiddush doesn't have to be Yetzir. It's as long as the person is making Kiddush for is Yetzir. It doesn't make a difference if the person making Kiddush has already been Yetzir, and he's doing it a second time for somebody else, or if he hasn't been Yetzir yet, he doesn't want to be Yetzir yet, and he's doing it for somebody else. So that's for example, in the hospitals, they have a person going around to every ward, every machaka, making Kiddush again and again. Uh, he's not doing it for himself. He's doing it for the people who, thank you, he's doing it for the people who in the in, in the ward, and they being yet with his Kiddush, he doesn't have to drink. He can say Kiddush for them as long as one of them drinks the Kiddush. He's been waiting to them with the bracha. Now, just like my Shafah, like any other mitzvah, I can do the mitzvah and I'll say the bracha to him to somebody else, and the same thing over here. And uh, the way we know it's thing is both men and women are high with their eyes, the same way. So um, a man can say Kiddush again to be Moetzi lady because she's also Mukhiv. In those mitzvahs where a lady is not Mukhiv, such as Shefa, we don't say a man can say the bracha again to be Moetzi lady because the fact that she can make a bracha is it's like a, 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 a hider on her part. She doesn't have to say the mitzvah. She wants to make a bracha, we let her, but it's not a chiv. And therefore, a man can't say a bracha for her if he's not being chayv. So he's allowed to make the bracha for herself. But those mitzvahs which she is mechayv, like Kiddush, a man can say a bracha of Kiddush to be moitzi lady. When it comes to Kriyas Megillah, it's a big question about this. If a man can make a bracha on the Megillah to moitzi lady, she should make it for herself. But here about Kiddush, where the mitzvah is the bracha, or I should say the bracha is the mitzvah, so then a man can make Kiddush again to be moitzi lady. Now, if we're just talking about the hospitals where this is very practical and it's very common, there is not a problem so much with the man making the Kiddush for to be moitzi people in the world. The problem is with the people in the wards. Why? Because, for some reason, in the hospitals, they work on three separate uh, schedules. There's one schedule which is the time that the, the, the shul in the hospital will have uh, a minion for marriage. And there's a separate schedule completely when the kitchen serves up. And the two don't line up. So, very often, what happens is the after both in Hadassah and Shari Tzedek, uh, what they do is as soon as they finish uh, marriage, in the shul, so then people go around all the wards and make kiddush in all the wards. Now, in the winter, that can be an, an, over an hour before they serve supper, and the summer it's a long time after they serve supper. So it doesn't help because the people who you want to be moist with kiddush, uh, for them it has to be a makom suda. So for them it has to be a makom suda, then they have to eat after hearing the kiddush. Otherwise, it doesn't help them anything. So it's a problem both ways. In other words, in, in, in those, in the, when if they serve in the meal before kiddush, then people can't eat until kiddush. And if they serve the meal way after Kiddush, then people aren't being going to be ate to the Kiddush anymore by the time the meal comes. Which is why the, the, the Eitz always is, 
if a person has a, someone who's in hospital for a Shabbos, or that be in hospital himself, whatever reason for a Shabbos, there's always Kadai either to bring your own grafters and then make Kiddush for yourself when you want to eat, or if you want to rely on the person making Kiddush for the Mechlaka, for the ward, to have some food, some Mazayna, something like that, so that I can be Yotzeh eating something after they make Kiddush and then Zalak Musuddha. Otherwise, the fact that people heard Kiddush and then didn't eat anything, so just, they weren't, you know, he was, for him it was a Brachal of Atala, and for them, they weren't yet to the Kiddush. Okay, so that's, that's a, the second point. And that is the, to ensure that a person is going to eat uh, directly after making Kiddush, Lashon Shachalarach, Yechom Yad. He should eat straight away. How, how much time does a person have to wait between making Kiddush and eating? So the Akhrim talk about it. There are those who say 22 Amas, which is not very long, the amount of time it walks to take, walk 22 Amas, um, which isn't very long. There are those who give a bit of a more of a share than that. But either way around, people say a person shouldn't, uh, so to speak, delay unnecessarily. A person shouldn't delay unnecessarily, and uh, because of that, a person, as soon as they make Kiddush, should uh, go to wash so that they can start the meal. Um, well, this is often a question is people, let's say, when Friday is a fast day, and Shabbos comes in, and after having fasted, people want a coffee. So there's often people often ask the question, can they have Kiddush, then drink a coffee, and then afterwards go and wash? In other words, is that going to interrupt the, the connection between the Kiddush and the Siddur? Now, why don't they want to just wash straight? Because they're worried about the Zara. The Zara says that a person shouldn't have meat and milk in the same meal, even if they have the milk first. So being as they've washed, now they started the meal. And if they started the meal, then they don't want to have a milk coffee if others are going to eat flesh in the same meal. So they want to know, can they have a coffee after Kiddush before starting the meal? And in that case, then it's not yet started the meal, so there won't be milk and meat at the same meal. So what's the question? What's the, what's the, what does the question revolve around? How much of a half stick is it going to be? In other words, how much time is it going to take them to drink a coffee after the Kiddush? If we're going to say that's going to be a break between uh, the Kiddush and the Hamaiti. It's a... It's a could have there could have been There could have been When you have a Kiddush in Shul, you make... Now, Kiddush. when you make Kiddush in Shul... We talked about this before. Right. When you come home, you don't need to make Kiddush again. Right, because there are any other So you can have coffee with the... So if a person wants to have cake, then they could have coffee and cake, <laughs> and, then, and then have a break, and then make a bracha chayna, and then wait a bit and make a soda later. You can do that too. Right, and another important point on that same day, not to be massive between the Kiddush and the Soda, and that is in the Kiddush and Shul, where people aren't washing. So let's say there's Zainas, and let's say there's Shakal, there's fish, and let's say there's uh, Adama, there's, there's Kugel, whatever it's going to be, all the food on the table, or fruit, um, a person should eat Zainas first. Why? Because otherwise, even if a person thinks, like, thinks there's a meal, so the first one to start with Kugel, let's say, and Chalans, and after they're going to eat Zainas for dessert, so it's not going to work because there's too much of a gap between the Kiddush and what they're eating for the Suda, which is the Mazanus. And therefore, the person has to at least make the Brachal Mazanus and eat something of the Mazanus first to make it the uh, convert to, uh, that, that is a Suda connected to the Kiddush, and then afterwards uh, they can eat whatever other foods they want to eat. Right, okay, so that's, uh, that's an interesting question. Uh, it's brought in our lot of the discussion, and that is if a person is going to eat a fish with a cracker, herring with a cracker. We, did we finish the question with the coffee? We just said it's a problem. It's a problem. Okay. It's a problem. So either they're going to have to do that, which you said is have mazonas, or they're going to have to have a coffee after hamotzi, uh, maybe as a soya milk or something else, that's not have the problem of.
not have the problem of um if the person's not going to say Now, on the last point, there's the halacha that if a person eats a cracker with fish, so there's a question um, what the bracha is. Because there could be times when the, the cracker is bottled to the fish. In other words, uh, crackers and herring isn't the best example because many people want the cracker too. It's like it's a good blend of flavors. But if a person would really eat the fish with a fork, and being as they don't have a fork, they're just using the cracker in place of a fork. So in cases like that, then the cracker is a tuffle. And the cracker is a tuffle, it doesn't get a mazonis. You just make a broth on the fish or whatever else it is, or the, the dip or the salad, and the cracker comes along as, a, as the edible spoon. In a case like that, I can't use that cracker for my makam suda. I've come up now and decided it's a tuffle and it doesn't have its own din, so it won't help me for the suda that I need to have after the kiddush. Okay, so that's the din of what we call kiddush makam suda. What's an interesting question, which is brought in the Shulchan Aruch, and actually comes up. And that is, what do you do when there's a bris on Shabbos morning? What are you doing with the bris? Now, assuming the person who's been giving the brachas to has already made Kiddush beforehand, that's great, it's not a problem. But assuming he hasn't yet made Kiddush, so now he wants to make a coffin in the kos. And now he wants to drink the kos. So how can you drink without Kiddush? So what you have to say is, yes, have Kavana to be able to Kiddush on the cup he's, he's making for the brach of the bris. But if he's going to be able to Kiddush with that cup, so then it has to be Makam So that's like this. Normally, uh, the, 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 when they make the Hagafen on the bris, it's really at the end of the ceremony already. So, after it's just Aleinu, and then the bris is over. So, if a person has in mind, let's say there's a Kiddush there for the, to celebrate the bris. So, a person has in mind, I'm being yet to Kiddush on the coast. And right away after, we're going to go and eat Mazonis from the Kiddush, from the, the food spread out. That's okay, because it's more from um, But, the question is, what about when the bris is in the shul and the, the lunch or the reception area is taking place somewhere else? So then I don't have that answer because um, I'm going to walk to a different place. Means I'm going to lose the makam I made the kiddush, and then I won't be the uh, Then I won't be at the kiddush. Uh, or what happens with pesach? When we've had the in the shul, also in the bris and pesach. So there can't, there's very little you can provide in the way of mizanis and pesach. So what's the option? So it's interesting. That's the first thing of what what do people do in a case where in a case where a kid, there isn't a Kiddush in the place where the bris is taking place, they've actually seen the some way them. They do a bris and Shabbos, they come with a few cookies in the bag. Because in case they need to the other person is going to the and have you made Kiddush already? And if not, and then take a cookie at the same time, at least be able to, on that, that you're going to have a Mokum But on Pesach, it obviously doesn't work. So there is another Eitz also in the Shulchan Aruch, and that is, but yeah, but a person can drink a second Revis. Of wine, because since the Gemara says that wine is also soyed, wine also satisfies, so then I could, I could, if I have nothing else, consider that to be Masuda, which means not the cup of Kiddush itself. It has to be Kiddush on the Suda, so I need a second cup. I need a cup of Kiddush, and I need a second cup now that, that my second cup is Masuda. So I can do that too, if I have nothing else. So then I can make Kiddush on cup number one, drink it, and then fill it up and drink a second cup for Masuda as on which the Kiddush is going. And for Pesach, I don't have any other options. That's normally the best thing to do. And we had the problem, we missed the problem Pesach. People wanted to make Kiddushim. And bakeries didn't have anything other than, you know, potato starch. Right. So I spoke to one of the postmen in the community, and he said that Moshe had... Yosef, Yosef, let's say a person has one cup of grape juice and one cup of wine. Is it better to make Kiddush in the wine and drink the grape juice as the Siddha, or make Kiddush in the grape juice and drink the wine as the Siddha. 
Which on the one hand is the Indian and making Kiddush and what's, what's considered the Meshubach drink. It's interesting, Yashav held that the din of the Shachalarach says that a person can be yet to a Siddha by drinking a cup of wine is only wine, not grape juice. He said, even though a person can say Kiddush and both, and you get to Kiddush and grape juice, that's in first in the Gemara, one can make Kiddush and grape juice and it's in the coffin, but the, the fact that it satisfies like a meal is only wine. He says, that when the Gemara says that wine is a bit to satisfy a person, grape juice doesn't do that. And therefore, over here, you need it to be the Siddha, so then the second cup has to be wine, because that's something which gives a person certain satisfaction, whereas the first cup, which is the cup, you, which is the cup of the Kiddush, that you can have grape juice or wine, it doesn't make a difference. Okay, so that's the day of Kiddush. Now, before Kiddush, the Arach is in the person of Shachnarach, a person is not allowed to eat anything. Also, she is in Klum Achille Kaddish, which is the person not allowed to eat anything until Kiddush, and he's not even allowed to drink water. Which means that's the difference between Kiddush and Avdala. When it comes to Avdala, a person is allowed to drink water before Avdala. Uh, it's an important thing to remind people on what's the Tishabaf. A lady's at home fasting and she wants to wear her school. Her husband has to come home from Shulri. She wants some dollars so she can eat. She's allowed to drink water before Avdala. As long as the fast is out, the person can drink water. Avdala is allowed to eat, but drinking the water she's allowed to do. But on Kiddush, there's no such hetter, which means both Friday night and Shabbos day, a person is allowed to eat or drink anything, even water, before Kiddush and when the khif, from when the Kiddush of Kiddush is khal. That's why the Arachah is that even if a person was already in the middle of a meal, and Arab Shabbos, and Shabbos comes in, the Rakh is now he has to stop eating and just prepare his mappas, cover the table, and he can't continue eating until he makes Kiddush. That's part of Hazal's Takana, that's not able to say Kiddush, so the man, a person doesn't to eat until they say Kiddush. The Maisa, this thing is obviously in Dirabad. In other words, the din that a person is meant to make Kiddush might be a din that I said, but the din that a person can't eat until Kiddush is a Takana of Rabban. The din of Kiddush doesn't have to be Dafka. When it's already halachically night time, we said halach is if a person brings in Shabbos early, so now that for him it's Shabbos, so now it works both ways. Now that he's taken in Shabbos, he can't eat until he makes Kiddush, but on the other hand, he can make Kiddush. He doesn't have to wait until it's night until he makes Kiddush, he can make Kiddush already now. Um, so that's the din of, now, that's the din of the Shabbos. When it comes to Shabbos morning, this is a big discussion, because when, from when a person is mechuyiv to make Kiddush, so then he's not allowed to eat until he makes Kiddush. But before, but when does the Chiyav Kiddush start? Bash, Friday night, as soon as you take in Shabbos. As soon as you take in Shabbos, now there's a Chiyav Kiddush, and the person can't eat until he makes Kiddush. Shabbos, but what time is the Kiddush? When does the Chiyav Kiddush start? So, Nechazal said the Chiyav Kiddush starts from when there's, a khiyav, when there's an ability to eat. When person is allowed to eat, so there's already a Chiyav Kiddush. Now, when's that? So, since the Rakh is a person is not allowed to eat until they've done Shachris, so then he made a, before Shachris, the person doesn't have a Chiyav Kiddush. Because right now he's not allowed to eat, so he's not allowed to make Kiddush either. He can't have a Siddha. So if he can't make Kiddush and Makum Siddha, so there isn't a Chiyav Kiddush. Which would mean that before Shachris, a person is allowed to drink those drinks, he's allowed to drink before Shachris. The Rakh is allowed to have a tea or coffee, and even with milk points or some post game. Okay, so a person can have a drink, a hot drink before Shachris. There's no problem with Kiddush. But as soon as the person's made Shachris, now it's Chal Chiyav Kiddush on them. And now they can't eat until they make Kiddush. Mustaf isn't a part of the Cheshbon. <coughs> that's the first in Malach, a person is allowed to eat before Musaf. And if that's okay, the person has to make Kiddush too. So those places where they're not to, to help themselves to food before Musaf, it's also if they have to make Kiddush. Because since a person is allowed to eat then, the person has to make Kiddush before they eat. The only restriction before Musaf is a person can't be Kaveya Suddha. The person can't eat a lot. 
But if a person wants to eat a kazais, even a kabetza, they have to do that. Which is why, like, for example, in Rosh Hashanah, or in some shuls and Simchas Torah, they have a kiddush before Musaf. So it's mutter to eat before Musaf, because the person can't eat too much, because there's a shayla of, there's a shayla of, you can be a suddha before Musaf. But to eat is a person who's allowed to eat, and because of that, a person has no kiddush. There's a bit of a question about my Kriya Satara. Because Pashtas, the din is that once a person is Davin Sharp, is allowed to eat. The Isra of eating before Davinin is the Isra in, in, in Tfilah, and now the person Davin. So even though Kriya Satara is technically called a part of Shachris, not a part of Masaf, but it's, it's not a requirement in order to be allowed to eat. I saw one or two of the Hasidish posts in Paskan that the person can't um, eat after, until after Kriya Satara. But I haven't found any base there in the Paiskim. The Mashmaz is after Shmuel Esra, a person is allowed to eat. Agav, the Chassid of Paiskim, has said it, we're trying to make a lot machme. Because according to them, you'd be allowed to drink before Krizatar without Kiddush. Because if you're going to say the Chi of Kiddush only starts after Krizatar, so you'd be allowed to drink until, until the Chi of comes. So because of that, they wouldn't say a person is allowed to have a coffee after Shmuel Esra, before Krizatar, without a Kiddush, because the Chi of Kiddush hasn't been Chal yet. But like I said, I didn't see that in any of the places can definitely not to be making. And therefore, the Chayyab, we say that after Shemun a person has to make Yiddish, but then they're allowed to make Yiddish, and they're allowed to eat as well, because they're really davened shachris. In some shuls, this is very practical. In some shuls, they have people who want to daven nets, and but they, they, they have a small minion for nets, and then they want to join the rest of the shul, but Yisrael Tarim So it could be they're davening Shemun Esrei nets, uh, 6 o'clock, 5.30, whatever time is, depending on the time of year, that time of the morning. And now, they finished davening at 7 o'clock, the show starts at 8.30, they're going to get to Grisha Torah at 10.30, uh, or finish davening then, so now they have four hours, so they want to eat something. So are they allowed to make, are they allowed to make Kiddush and eat now, and, eat now, and then, and, um, until they have to wait for everybody else to join in for Grisha Torah and Musa? And the answer is yes, like we said before. Once once a person davening Shachis, it's calling him a of Kiddush, and he's allowed to make Kiddush, he's allowed to eat. Where it becomes a big question is when it's like to ladies. Because this really goes to the question of what's the ladies' Chiv Tfilah. Because based on what a ladies' Chiv Tfilah is, is, how, is when you're going to say that she's, that she's now able to eat because she's fulfilled her Chiv to Daven. And until such time as she's fulfilled her Chiv to Daven, so then she's not allowed to eat. But when does that happen? When does that happen? So, the, so it's like this. There's three opinions about what a lady's chiyav to daven is, and it very much depends on what the lady is, what the lady is holding by uh, uh, as a chiyav when she's allowed to eat. The first thing is that as long as she says some kind of a tefillah, some kind of a bakasha, which has in it a request and a hayda, so that's the lady's chiyav tefillah. They won't be attacking for a lady to say the specific nusach tefillah. Okay, there's such a day. If that's the case, if a lady has said just the the breakfast of Shachar, she's been Makayim and Chiyav Tfilah. So on the one hand, this is a big kula. Because then we say all a lady needs to say is breakfast of Shachar. According to that, she's saying breakfast of Shachar is enough. Because she's had a Tzabakasha and a Haida and she's yated with that. So. And once she says that she's not allowed to eat, Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So the kula and the chumrah. It's a kula that she's very little that she has to say. But there's a chumrah, and that is that once she said that, now she has to make kiddush. Because now she's yotzei chiyav to daven, so now she can't eat until she makes kiddush. There's a sect on the other hand, having said that, she can't make kiddush and eat, because normally a person can only drink before davening, not eat. 
So now, if you're going to say that Yitzchiyah has been fulfilled, it's just the Berakas Hashachar. So now, on the one hand, she has to make it before she eats, but she can make it as she eats because she's in Yitzchiyah already had Yitzchiyah Tvila. According to the Shita, the whole day that he has to dive in one Tvila's one Yitzchiyah Tvila. She's not going to be three times like a man is, but she's a Chiyah at least one time Shmona Yitzchiyah. So that becomes a Chiyah Tvila. So if that's the case, so then, until she's down with Shmona so then she can drink, because she hasn't been making a chiv tefillah. Once, uh, it's only after she's down with Shmona but now that Rafael is just to make Kiddush, and, and uh, she enters the out to eat. That's the second shetah. The third shetah is, that it depends on the lady's makabah on herself. In other words, a, a, a lady's chiv tefillah was undefined, and with the lady's makabah on herself and that becomes a chiv. And that's why the shetah of how the lady's makabah on herself and that becomes and mincha, and now mincha, even two tefillahs a day. And even as there is one time, three tefillahs a day. Whatever she's becoming herself, that's, that's what she's obligated herself by. And that becomes the way she fulfills her chiyuv. And therefore, if, if she's the lady who's been becoming herself with David Shmoneser every day, for example, so then for her, she's a chiyuv of And until she does that, she can't eat. That's, uh, that's the discussion regarding when a lady's mechiyuv kiddush in the morning, and because of that, when she is allowed to drink, and when she's uh, without Kiddush, when she's not allowed to drink, until she makes Kiddush, and if and when she's allowed to eat. Now, there's one more question which the poets can discuss, and this is also a thing with Lakus, and that is, um, let's say the other way around. Let's say the man comes home from Shul, and he's finished diving, he wants to eat. And let's say that he's been busy all morning with the children, so she hasn't had a chance to dive it yet. So now the question is, if he wants to make Kiddush, can she be Yaitse with his Kiddush if she hasn't done it? Because if the Chiyav if the Chiyah of Kiddush only comes after davening, and she hasn't yet davened, so in the Chariah HaKad she'll be able to Kiddush. So what would that deal situation be? That you know, there's the three trolls. Until now, hasn't been davening for a few hours, and she was watching the trolls, and then it's switched around. He should watch the trolls, and she can daven. When they both finish, then, then, they can, then they can both be able to Kiddush together. But the opposite can be said that there's a, if a lady is shivered, so to speak, to her husband, and that is that if he wants, if for him it's a Malcolm Sula, she's allowed to join him. Even if she hasn't davened the Shemesh, she would normally daven, which is a bit of a Kiddush, but there is such a day in the Paiske. Okay, so that's the day of when the Chiyah of Kiddush is half. Now, another interesting point is that the Chiyah of Kiddush, of Bracha, of Gefen, and Makadash Shabbos is always going, is the Chiyah of the first time the person eats on Shabbos. It doesn't have to be by night. Just normally, the person who eats on Shabbos is the El Shabbos, so that's when they're going to say the Kiddush. But if for some reason the person isn't eating on the El Shabbos, they're only eating Shabbos morning, um, so then the first time they eat on Shabbos, they have to make the Kiddush of Agafin and the Bracha afterwards, the Kiddush of Shabbos. The, the, the fact that we don't say the Bracha in the morning is because we already said it already. If a person hasn't yet said it, so whenever, the, whenever they're going to the Kiddush for the first time, that's the Kiddush they have to say. So we have, we've had a few examples of where this has happened. There are cases of ladies who have been in the labor ward the whole of the Shabbos. Obviously they weren't eating anything, and then Shabbos morning, now they want to eat. After the ladies born, Baruch Hashem, safely, and now they want to eat. So now whenever that's going to be, now you have to say Kiddush. But you have to say the night time Kiddush. In other words, the Kiddush of Akadash Shabbos. Same thing, when Purim falls on the Friday, you get lots of people who don't register. They miss, not just the Surah, they miss the Lord Shabbos. And when they next come back to the world, it's Shabbos morning, so now they, now they have to make Kiddush of Friday night. That's the first. Starting from where? Starting from, starting from a Geffen. only say by night. If you say it the next day, you don't say Vayichudu, but you say the two brachas, a Geffen and Makadish Shabbos. Um, that's, 
that's uh, whatever it's going to be. And then the next point, which is not directly what we're talking about now, but it's part of the same halacha, and that is that uh, if a person didn't eat Friday night, if a person didn't eat Friday night, then when he's then he has to eat three times Shabbos day. The dinner of Shulishnish still applies, even if he didn't, it's not Tafka split up between the night and the day, which means if he's only eating in the daytime, then he'll have to eat three meals uh, during the day. So uh, the first one will be the nighttime Kiddush and the other two meals after that. In a case like that, then the boys can say he doesn't have to make the daytime Kiddush in the second meal. The, further, the idea of a daytime Kiddush is now that you have a Chiyuv to eat in the day, so now you make a, a Kiddush. But uh, if the case where he's already made a nighttime Kiddush in the day, um, so then he doesn't have to make another Kiddush in the next meal. Uh, because there was never a time when you were matter eating again, which is part of the same day. Now, the same Baruch is going to apply even if a person did eat at night without Kiddush, for whatever reason that was going to be. And for example, we'll talk about if a person had nothing to make on. So can he still eat or does he have to go hungry? So it's brought that he's still allowed to eat. So even if a person did eat by night, but he had no wine and he had no khala, he had nothing available to make Kiddush on, so even though he's eaten by night, but the master, when he, if he was the first opportunity he has to make Kiddush, even if that's Shabbos morning, so then you know, that, that the first Kiddush he has to make is the Kiddush of the night time, which means the Kiddush with the second bracha of um, Kaddish Shabbos. He mentions about making, eating bread. That's not good for enough. That's another halacha, and that is that a person could be Makadish and Chalab as well, uh, on the El Shabbos, if for some reason he doesn't have one or can't drink one, or whatever the reason might be. And when a person does that, so the way to do it, the way to do it is that he has to first wash. Then it's very chulu. Then Malcolm Agafin, he says, I'm white And there's a Makadish Shabbos. In other words, you, 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 you put the two things together. You start, uh, you start with the uh, first is to wash hands always before you eat bread. Then you start with like normal, and and uh, after that he makes the mitzvah and after that he makes the bracha of of the mikdash shabbos. Um, and he doesn't have to cover the chayes. Sorry. Does he have to cover the chayes? Oh, so the chayes for two reasons. If the reason is that the wine shouldn't be in a bushel for the chayes, that he's not making the bracha first, that wouldn't apply over here. But if the reason is also the man, the man was covered with a matter and a matter, so that would apply here too. Right. And now, the Ramah brings that if a person has wine and can use wine, so then the wine is better. Um, but if the person the reason why he's not using wine, so then if it's either he can make Kiddush and wine and other people drink the wine, and it'll be as the Kiddush of other people's, uh, with other people's share, or if, if, if he doesn't want to, he can make Kiddush and the Chad. And it can be just like that as well. Um, so, so that's the that that's the Khmina. There's a famous story of one of the in the old Yishlaim of one big tzaddik that for years he made Kiddush on Chad every week. And no one understood why. He was very, very didactic in every mitzvah. And and because uh, he made Kiddush on Chad one year's one. So it's only after he died at the Shiva that I found out the reason. Someone who gave the Shiva said that years back he was, uh, he was younger and he was tremendously in debt. And he went to the study and said, I don't know what to do, help me. I have no money, I can't afford anything for my family, I don't know what to do, what can I do? So the study told him, he said, well, I don't have money either. What should I do for you? So he said, maybe I don't have money either, but at least people know who you are. So people might help you, but no one knows me, no one's going to help me. So he's all about it. 
And he went to Gmach and he said, I'd like to take a loan of however many hundred liras it was to help this other person. I'll pay you back uh, a little installments every week. So the father Gmach says to him, Ravenna, I know you, a big tzaddik, you have none, no, how are you going to pay me back? So he said, I made a cheshman of how much I spend every week on a bottle of wine for Kiddush. For the next 15 years, I'm going to use it, instead of buying wine for Kiddush, I'm going to Kiddush on the Chada, I use that money to pay back the loan. Okay, that's what he did. So, okay, it's a tremendous amount of it. A person can do soccer like that. It'd be an interesting question, is that the right thing to do? Yeah, of course, to help somebody else in the chesed it is. The question is on the cheshman of Shabbos. Because on the one hand, you see on the other hand, you see the Gemara is about people who sold their, who, who sold his belt to buy wine for Kiddush. He didn't want to just rely on Khan. So, if, it's, if, the, if the reason not to do this because of money, so then I do have, we see a reason the other way around also. And that is that there's a special, there's a matter to, to be willing to, to, so to, to forego other items in order to make sure to have your hand for Kiddush. But that's only a question if the reason is the price. And therefore, if the, if the question is the price, then we say a person should make a Kiddush on wine because it's a, because it's a matter. But if for some reason, Mr. Baruch Askins, that the, that the pass is Chavivadov, or he, he can't have the wine, or the, he prefers the bread for every reason, so then he's allowed to, he's allowed to make Kiddush on, on Chada also.